Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us on the show today, we have Mr. Terrence West of Fitness 19 with a location in Newark, California. Terrence, what's going on, sir? How are we? Good, man. Good, man. How are you feeling today? I'm doing incredibly well. I'm excited to get into this. Fitness 19 is an emerging brand in the fitness space, but I personally don't know that much about it. So I'm excited to to pick your brain and, and learn a little bit about how all this operates. For the people listening to this who aren't familiar with Fitness 19 at all, give us a little bit of a background or, or a description. When people ask you what Fitness 19 is, what do you tell them? Um, I pretty much say Fitness 19 is a, um, a gym built for you. Um, what that means is it pretty much doesn't matter what you believe fitness is what you believe um, um, goes into your programming or health benefits and all those things, regardless of what your viewpoint is on it, there's something here for you. Um, and I think that's what kind of led into us growing as well as we did um, and as fast as we did is because we didn't limit ourselves to a particular person um, with how many people are, you know, wanting to be healthier, want to keep active and things like that. Um, we want to make sure that everyone feels welcome. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I would say sums up what fitness 19 is. Got it. Okay. Now talk to us, take us back a little bit in time to how you became involved with the fitness 19 brand. I'm always fascinated with kind of the before and after moment. Mm -hmm. What brought you to fitness 19 as a brand and, and how did we get to where we are today? Gotcha. So, um, pretty much. I got into the gym industry working at a, a LA fitness or it's a, a, a Sporta is what the actual brand was called. Um, and what got me over here was um, just a different outlook. Like I said, on the fitness industry, I met up with the owners of the company. Um, we had a couple conversations just about, uh, you know, what they thought fitness was. And it was just a different outlook from everything that, that I knew personally, um, especially, um, me being into kind of more of a bodybuilding kind of uh, lifestyle and um, program and things of that nature, hearing their side of it um, about just what it could be for one individual and how different it could be for our next that are both looking for health benefits. Um, and once I sat down and it opened my eyes to kind of like what really was going on with everything, um, you know, I made the leap to California. They told me pretty much that this gym was going to be the, you know, the flagship of, of the company. Um, and they had all the faith to, for me to get this thing kind of going. Um, so we were out selling memberships on the sidewalk, um, you know, going business to business, just kind of spreading the word. Um, now the, the crazy part about the whole story is we had some setbacks, um, as far as with the shipping delays and everything, because we did open at the time when things weren't getting delivered and (laughs) it was kind of crazy. And we had a grand opening planned for, um, June 7th and we actually didn't end up opening until September 19th and every two weeks shipment people kept telling us hey it's coming and then it wouldn't come two weeks two weeks so it, it for a second it was looking kind of grim <laughs> I'm not gonna lie we'd be there was a point in time I would say around August when people were like 
hey, we're not we're, we're not even going to give you guys a date anymore because we don't want to keep saying they don't even have any answer yeah. themselves. <laughs> so but once we got open we got it all figured out um <laughs> but yeah it was yeah. it was looking this is looking a weird across. time to open up a gym that's <laughs> yeah that's in was. a nutshell here well the other crazy thing too about the club was the the company was we were the only company during the pandemic that was still buying up real estate and and getting gyms ready to reopen um which when i when i heard all of that and i seen the locations and i'm like you guys are doing this during covid like you guys must have some you know <laughs> some real faith and 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 your or some deep pockets yeah <laughs> a little bit of both right um but but yeah, when I when I kind of heard those things, I was like, you know, they got some real faith. Anyone who's doing the, those type of things during a pandemic has some faith in in, in the vision that they're that they're that they see. Um, that was another thing. That I was kind of like, all right, let's give this a shot. <laughs> yeah, and so we pulled the trigger, and like you said, we got open just a handful of months ago. But mm-hmm. tell us about that experience so far. Anybody that's been involved with an opening of a club like this knows that there is a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that kind of just happen on the fly and we'll clean it up later on what's been what's been the best part about running this so far and what's been the hardest part the the best part is definitely just seeing the growth of it since we had so many setbacks at the beginning we did lose a lot of um excitement you know people were very excited for it they had a date they knew it was opening and then the longer it took a lot a lot of people kind of like dwindled off um so when we first opened our doors man there was only like that some days 10 20 people in this place and it was like man maybe we maybe we, sh- we shouldn't have did it like this maybe we should you know, maybe we should have waited you know since we had so many kickbacks it was just like maybe we should just open up fresh on the new year or something you know or something like that mm-hmm. uh, but the with how the establishment i mean it's a beautiful facility um and the more people that started coming in the word of mouth um started spreading a lot we started spreading like wildfire and now with like the new years and everything coming and just seeing the gym go from concrete flooring um, you know, nothing inside of it to uh, just a 30,000 square foot, you know, facility with hundreds of members coming in. And now I think that's been like the most um, grateful thing that I've been able to witness here. Um, some of the crazy things like right now we're going through a um, issue with our AC units, which is what we're waiting for to begin with. Um, and our AC units, for some reason, keep freezing. And we can't figure out exactly why. So yesterday we had um, we had to get fire monsters out here to take a look at everything, as well as the company that installed everything. And lights are flashing, and they're putting on the sirens, and people are trying to work out because they're trying oh, to figure boy. out everything. It was it was a pretty crazy thing, but um, I would say that's been like the most impactful as far as actually seeing it go from five, 10, 20 people to hundreds of people coming in, meeting everyone. Um, one of the biggest things I think drives successful clubs is the culture you build around it and getting to know each individual person that comes into your gym. Um, I'm pretty much front and center. When people walk in, I always greet everybody so people know me, they're more comfortable. When you build relationships with the clientele, your members that are in there, they're more likely to stay. They're also more likely to address a situation before they cancel if there is a situation um which is a big thing um a lot of times if you know let's just say 
we've all just been regular gym people go to a gym if there's an issue just cancel my membership but if i know the guy like hey man here's an issue yep. you know can, can we fix it before i cancel so at least gives us the opportunity to keep that person and that only comes with building that culture and building the relationships with the people that you have right now one thing that you mentioned along the way that's interesting is obviously we were we were pounding the pavement to sign up memberships early on mm. it sounds like things have have picked up from there but what have you guys done from a marketing standpoint to keep that momentum going yeah so um we pretty much have a you know a different kind of uh different sale monthly um and with different touch points whether it be on google whether it be we do an instagram push whether we do a Facebook push, whether, you know, if it starts getting, once we use up like those three avenues of trying to get more leads in, what we like to do is the membership referral program, which we give our members a discount off of their membership if they bring somebody in. Um, and it caps at $5 a membership. So some people who are like extremely hungry to get their membership down to $5, they could potentially refer us 10, 15 people, right? And then it kind of just spider webs from there. We just kind of cycle through the same things, different promotions, but roughly the same avenues. Um, because when you're bringing in new clientele, right, you bring in new members and then you, you come back around full circle and you do that referral program again. Now you got another group of new people who are yep. also referring new people. So we kind of stick to the, you know, the tools of the trade, the stuff that has been proven to work. Um, but what you don't want to do is kind of beat, you know, beat a dead head over the, I mean, beat a dead horse over the head with it and just stick to one thing and just keep using it and using it. So we cycle through the way that we do our marketing. Got it. It sounds like a lot of it's digital though. Facebook, yeah, Instagram, Google. Is, is that something you guys do in-house or is this through like an agency of some sort? So we have a marketing team here. Um, so they, they handle all of that. Um, it's up to what in the, the important thing about it though, is you can touch, you know, a hundred thousand people, whatever the case is and get them into the door. It's really about solidifying their experience once they're here. So I do, when I talk to some of the other people, um, some of the other, you know, gym owners and managers, people that I just do know in the industry, they can get, you know, Hey, I've seen a, a thousand new people this month and they've only signed up you know, 50 people. It's like, well, there's an issue there. That means the marketing's working. You're getting the people in. Now we just have to, to build up their experience, make them excited to actually join, right? Mm. Uh, so, and besides that, the other thing that's honestly been working a lot for us, like the marketing and things work, but a lot of people I have a lot uh, are very excited for this gym. Um, we really did pick a good location. We're actually like the only big gym especially this big in newark you would have to go to some of the other cities like fremont um hayward um to to get to anything like this so the location is is kind of perfect as well and with how good we've kind of ran this club and what we offer the word of mouth is i would say i would say is a, a good portion of what we have um as far as people coming in and we have people with that much excitement that are telling other people about it I mean, it just makes it that much more credible. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, marketing in and of itself, we we never want it to be a, a one-trick pony, right? If yeah. for all of a sudden, if Facebook shuts down tomorrow or the algorithm changes, and that's the only way that we're bringing in leads, we could be in a really rough spot. Yeah. You guys cycling between these platforms in addition to the organic leads that we're bringing through word of mouth or referrals. 
now we can actually grow right with some predictability as well you mentioned one thing that i think is tremendously important especially in this model is hey we saw a thousand leads from whatever the latest campaign was but if only 50 sign up on the back end clearly they're leaking out somewhere along the way Mm -hmm. a thousand leads how many actually schedule consults how many show up for those consults how many are we closing once they get there all of these different filters in a model of your size Mm -hmm. really matter right if we go from closing 54 percent to 55 percent, this is probably (laughs) tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars over the year so these things matter Mm -hmm. from a high level terrence walk me through what happens we we get a lead from one of these campaigns what -hmm. happens between that moment and the person in club signing up tell us about all those different steps yeah so the the first thing is obviously person goes on our website or person sees one of the digital ads whether it be a banner or something like that on google click on it they sign up typically for their one or two things um, a consultation for personal training or just a um, a trial visit to the gym that comes directly to me. I I see um, as far as if it's a personal training or if it's a seven day trial. Um, from there, we reach out and a lot. Uh, this is a big part too. A lot of people that are getting leads nowadays, I feel like, are texting these people or emailing these people. But calling is is always going to be the way to touch base with these people. Um, so we call them. We get a good conversation going. Um, next step is we get them on a tour, which will be them coming in actually seeing the facility. Now, this is the part that that is going to solidify if they're going to join or not. People know what a gym typically is. So when people say they want to try out a gym, typically, I would say more times than not, at least from my experience, you haven't really done your connecting and discovering as far as what they typically want and building value in the gym. Um, because anyone who ever works especially out, especially in this kind of model, like, yeah, you know what's you, in it's, there. It's a gym. Are you going to lift? <laughs> you know what's in there. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's you know it's not like it's not like you don't know what a gym is. So from the tour um, comes a sit down. We kind of go over everything, but the the impactful thing with the tour is is out some of the places that I've been to, and I've like shopped like Planet Fitness and and, and other places. Planet Fitness, you know, obviously they're you know dominating everything but um they it's more like oh you want to see the gym okay cool and you just walk around the gym and then you come to the front and let them know if you want to sign up where here it's really more about you know what brings you into the gym why are you trying to get started on your fitness journey right give me some what is going on personally right um full examples of everything that we offer here's this machine now here's this therapy room that we have here's this other therapy room that we have and really giving them the information to be like man this is a lot of stuff right these really people really do care you know we're asking the questions to gauge one their fitness level and what they're expecting out of a gym right and when you're connecting with people on that level like during your trial and everything like that um, I mean are you in your tour and everything like that they're more likely to sign up with if I walk into a place and you just let me walk around, I just, I'm most likely just going to leave, right? <laughs> I mean, right after that, and then, I'll decide, yeah. and then I'll decide if I kind of want to sign up or not later. But if someone's taking the time to connect with me and ask me all these questions, when it gets, even if I wasn't thinking about signing up, if that person says, hey, you know, you, I, were you actually interested in signing up today? In my head, I'm thinking, man, this person just spent a half an hour with me. 
right? Gave me all of this good information. It gave me even recommendations on what I should be doing in the gym, how I should be recovering after all these things. You know, I wasn't going to sign up today, but I'll sign up, right? Um, and that's kind of how it works here. Our closing percentage here, once we get everyone through those filters, um, it's about 78% of people here sign up. And if they come back a second time, it's like 99%. Um, so that's kind of like how the whole funnel works. Got it. Okay. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but phone call, first initial contact, trying to get in touch with this person, schedule some sort of visit to the facility. Mm -hmm. Once they're at the facility, spending time, showing them around, digging into what they're looking for, what they've done, how we can help, showing them different aspects of the facility, and then sitting down for a conversation, getting them signed up for a, a trial of some sort. Mm -hmm. If people are using that trial, they convert, right? 78%, 99%. Yeah. These, are, these are meaningful numbers. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, Terrence, obviously you guys, I mean, we don't have a ton of data in this club specifically, but from a retention standpoint, attrition and, and churn are really the numbers to look at on a model of this kind of scale. Yeah. What do you focus on in your role to make sure that we're keeping members as members? So it's actually an amazing question. We actually um, use a program called VI Engage. Um, we're actually using it uh, in beta at the moment. Pretty much what this program does is recognizes patterns for members that, that the system believes we eventually cancel their membership um, based on a couple different factors, um, how often they're coming into the gym, um, what other things are they using? Are they using classes? Are they doing personal training? People that are typically doing classes and personal training are, are going to be here for a while. Um, so what this system actually does is let's say you sign up for a membership the first month you're here five times a week. Then the next month you're coming four times a week. And then the next month it's three. It'll ping that member and, and, and send me an email saying, hey, touch base with this person. See how their progress is going, right? Refresh their excitement for the gym. Ask them some questions um, and figure out maybe we can schedule them with one of our trainers for like a free session to kind of get that spark lit back up. Um, and that's kind of what we've been using. And what our model has been for like um, us this year going forward is if we can add one more sale per day than what we did the month before, as well as keep one member per day versus mm. what we're doing before. That's what you're really going to get to be net membership. Yeah, exactly. So it, this has really been a focus on kind of, okay, cool. We, we know that we can grow, but we don't want our turnover to be insane. Yeah. Um, so sell one more membership, save one more membership. Um, and that's, what's going to give you long-term growth. For you guys, given the size of this whole thing, what is capacity? How many can we, could we handle in total? As what's like as this, what's the ceiling of all of this? Yeah. It's gotta be enormous. Um, as far as, so are you asking more for like how many people in this gym can we typically, typically have? Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. right now, right now, our, um, right now, typically on a day we're bringing in anywhere from, I believe it's 1,400 to 2,000 people per day um, as far as check-ins. Now, the facility itself, we're set at capacity for 240 people at a time, um, which is a good amount of number, which, which is a good number for people in the yeah. gym at a moment. Um, 
But yeah, so I mean, the, the check-ins have been roughly about 1,400 to 2,000 check-ins per day. Obviously, like Mondays are the busiest. So that's typically when we hit around that threshold. Weekends are going to be around that 1,400. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what the numbers we're looking at as far as, you know, how many people we can have in here at a time and what we typically see throughout a day. Understood. Okay. And so moving forward on all of this, Terrence, I mean, things are still new. So I would assume growth is coming in all different directions, but is the focus more on total memberships? Is the focus more on things like PT or group classes and building those up? Is it something that we haven't even talked about yet? What is, what is front of mind for you guys right now? Always want it's always going to be the dues, um, getting the new members signed up. That's what's going to give you stable income and, and to project what you're doing for the next 12 months. Um, all of our memberships are 12 month, 12 month commitments. So it gives us a good foundation of how much money we're expected to bring in and what can we do with that. Now, um, I believe, you know, wherever you focus on, obviously, should always do better. <laughs> um, if you put all, you know, yeah. all your heart energy into one area, um, which you it's a good thing to do especially if an area if, if you're significantly struggling in but you do need all avenues uh, firing on the same cylinders to be able to to really grow out everything um so we do put a good emphasis on our personal training it's something that we also incorporate in our tour that we give we do bring it up multiple times um, we do things like an in-body scan um, a lot of people aren't aware of how out of shape they are until they hop onto like a Dexo or in body or something like that. And they're like, Jesus, I had no idea. Right. Hard <laughs> so, to argue with facts. <laughs> so um, while the new dues and new members are the most important, obviously get the deal done um, and get them signed up. We put a, um, a percentage of members that we would like to sign up for personal training. And if we are achieving those goals, we can again, map out kind of what we're doing. Um, so 15%, Actually, this club is a little higher. This club is 19% of the people who sign up with a membership have personal training. Um, and the personal training is also committed for a minimum of three weeks, and which again can just map you out for the next you know, amount of time, um, which is really what it's all about. Um, you know, the reason why we don't do month to month memberships is you just don't know where you're going to be the next month. <laughs> right. So, so that gives us the flexibility to kind of project where we're going. Um, I mean, we also have, a, a, you know, since we're talking about just all avenues, um, the classrooms are also super important. Again, that's going to help keep members here. People who take classes that have that connection with their instructors, they're, they're staying, um, you know, they're, they're not going to go anywhere for the most part. Um, same thing with the personal training aspect, people who are in training aren't going to go anywhere. So when you get people in involved in all these different areas, um, they're more likely to stay, which is going to help, again, you, your growth. Um, I mean, and the last thing that kind of solidifies everything are our therapy rooms. A lot of gyms have, you know, certain things, like I know Planet Fitness has like the hydro massage, which we do also have, um, but there are a couple of different things like the relaxation that we have that a lot of people that I haven't seen yet in a gym. The relaxation is pretty much just a, um, a meditation pod pretty much what you would say, um, gives you breathing cues. A lot of people don't realize how stressful working out is on your body. Um, it, it, it does take a toll. Yeah. And a lot of people, especially nowadays, don't have the time to just sit and just relax, right? Mm. Um, so that gives you breathing cues, helps you wind down. So all those little things tie into each other. Um, and that's kind of what you know you would you want out of everything. So to answer your question, new dues is always the main focus but you don't want to 
undervalue everything else. They all pay, yeah. play a big role into everything. That's a, a really good point because in this kind of a model, typically memberships are what's driving revenue and paying the bills, but a well-designed PT department, given the right price points, can mm -hmm. be yeah. just as lucrative as membership. And then all of those other things that you mentioned, we can layer on from additional services. And historically, at least, the more people are utilizing these things, the longer they stay. Exactly. Right? Which is really the, the one lost type of battle here in your mm -hmm. kind of model. Now, we're running a bit shy on time here, Terrence, but I do want to save a minute for you to tell people where they can learn more about your club. Are there specific social media links for yours? Is there a website for yours? How can people connect with you guys? So fit19.com is ours. Um, you can go onto that website. You can see the pictures of all the clubs. You can click on each location. Um, if anyone's in, you know, the California area, find one near you. They're all, they're all amazing. We actually just did a remodel on a bunch of different clubs. Um, and as far as our social media right now, Instagram is uh, fit19gyms. Um, it's a collaboration of all of our locations. Um, you will see, you know, locations, from, like I said, all the way down to like Eagle Rock and, and SoCal, all up to American Canyon and everything in. So those are the main platforms. And then on Facebook, it's just Fit19 Gyms again. Um, so those are the, the three main ones that we do, that we do operate. So if anyone, you know, wants to know more about it, wants to try one of the gyms, uh, I would say the best place to go visit to get that trial and get hit up by one of us to come down and visit everything out would be uh, the website at uh, fit19.com. Fit19.com. Connect with Terrence and the team. Terrence, this has been awesome, man. I, I genuinely appreciate your willingness to, to share and give a look behind the scenes into how these things operate. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Only five or six months in, I'm sure there's yeah. plenty of projects yet to come. So yeah, I, sure. uh, we're out of time today, but I wish you nothing but the best here moving forwards. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And if you want to, you know, touch base with me in a couple months, I can give you an update on how everything's going. I'd be more than, more than happy to set some time aside for you, man. All right. Love it. Appreciate that. To everyone who tuned in, thank you. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us, talk about your business. Click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily Newton. And joining us on the show is Renee from Everyday Pilates out of Minnesota. What's going on, Renee? How are you doing today? Hey, Emily, what's up? I'm so excited to be here. And this is my first time ever doing a podcast. So yeehaw, here I am. <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> well, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on and how you run Everyday Pilates, what made you want to open up a gym in the first place? Wow. I would have never imagined that I would open up a gym. Um, 30 some years ago, I had three boys. 
they were young, uh, you know, I'm in my 20s and I'm teaching classes at the YMCA. Love, shout out to YMCAs. Um, taught anywhere from cardio kickboxing to step to some personal training, you know, aerobics instructor. We're talking, um, it was good. It was good life. We're talking leg warmers, you know, um, <laughs> but it was a great time or opportunity for me raising my kids to be in an environment like that. Um, and that's what got me started. And I've always, since I was little, you know, I know I needed to move my body. And so to being able to teach classes, it really fueled me and, um, kind of kept my sanity to be honest, uh, raising three boys with high energy. Sometimes, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta keep going and, just great. So it never was in my radar um, that I was going to be a business owner. And then in my 40s, um, I had an injury skiing with my, I had a meniscus tear, I had some knee issues. And doing plyometric moves and jumping up and down and cardio kickboxing did not serve me anymore. And somebody told me to try Matt Pilates. And I thought, this and it, it reminded me of yoga and I thought I do not like this this is not going to be my jam and I gave it another shot and I honestly as as the story goes I fell in love with it it's just that it became it helped kind of tune me in and and helped relax me make connections into my body that I I wasn't listening to my body. And I'm not saying, and I love all forms of movement. So I'm not, you know, it's all good, but I never really was able to honor what was going on. And so I fell in love with Matt Pilates and I was doing that at the Y in about 2008. So probably 15 years. And then, uh, in 2010, I lost my son. Um, he was 19 and it has to be said that that's kind of how my journey um, was created because his, you know, we all, we have these signs with our loved ones, right? And that uh, energy, that love, that zest for life, um, he, he sent me a strong message. I got to keep moving forward. I could almost physically feel him like it kicked me in the ass and be like, mom, you got to keep going. And, uh, I started following different people with Pilates and realized it was more than just Matt Pilates out there. There was pieces of equipment and there was these machines called reformers. And uh, we live in a little town in Red Wing, Minnesota. Beautiful. We're about 45 minutes from the cities. And I found a great place up in the cities, the sweatshop. Shout out to the sweatshop in St. Paul. And I started getting going through my certification. And um, from there, I kicked my husband out of the man cave garage and I started my business in our home and we're we live out in about 15 miles out of town we're out in the country and people came to do Pilates I had about 20 clients we went uh, to town one day and there was a little space open in town in downtown for rent it was a barbershop there for many years and oh, I just kind of got a wild hair at my ass and I'm like that space is for rent. My husband's like, call him. And I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do that. And he's like, just call him, see what they, and so we gutted this little space and we had enough space for three reformers downtown. And, um, and then in 2019, 
uh, there was a space next door. A gentleman has he's been here for many years selling appliances, his storefront. He says, hey, would you ever be interested in a bigger space? I'm going to be, you know, you're able to use this storefront. And it's almost like we were starting to grow out of that space and we have all these beautiful people coming in and it's I truly believe in listening to the universe, your heart. And now we're, we have a beautiful space of, uh, oh, over 800 square feet or more. And, um, yeah, I kind of made that question longer than it needed to be, Emily. Sorry. I, I kind of <laughs> went on and on. So, yeah. So in 2019, right before COVID great time to start up, you know, to add more reformers. <laughs> Yes, that, that was a great time. So let me ask you this. Like you've been in the industry for a very long time. Um, talk to us a little bit about how you have had to adapt. Like we were speaking about this wow. earlier, yeah. um, especially when social media came around. You know, it's something that my generation, I was wasn't born with a cell phone in my hands, but like it's something Close. that we wrote. Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not born with a cell I, I had that long cord that when the, you know, your friends would call you try to go in the bathroom with the I don't know if anybody's relating that's listening on podcast right I know now what that is yeah this long ass cord and then you you know there was only one bathroom in the house and you'd shut that door and so you could listen to your you know so no uh cell phones me but I have a son who um introduced me to Facebook and um it is definitely a tool. It's a great tool. And I sit here and complain and uh, sometimes make fun of it. But um, people have found me and the younger ge generation, too, has found us through uh, social media. And then we do have a program um, right now that we to start our website. But it's you just talked about just but things I mean, I've failed, though, like I've tried stuff and it's like, OK, this is not working. Um, so being adaptable, constantly um, changing it up, you know, so not everything's going to work and really find those people that can help you. And there are people out there. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good point. That's a really good point. Like you've, you've failed and you're still here oh, today. Yeah. So is there anything like in particular? that you try that you maybe thought was going to work, but didn't end up working, working out so well. Let's see. Well, there's so many, <laughs> um, you know, the big thing is, is I tried to force like, okay, it's like, all of a sudden I was like, I have to do this. I have to be this business person and I have to know my shit and I have to, um, and it got to the point where it overwhelmed me and I wasn't enjoying what I was doing for a brief you know, time. And I realized that there was people there to help and, and also keep it simple. So this might make a lot of your listeners cringe, but <laughs> if it's putting up a schedule and actually, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, getting out the copier and giving people a schedule and putting it on the refrigerator, good old fashioned way. Like if that works for you and a good pen and a piece of paper and writing people's names down at first, if that helps you, you know, uh, if it helps you just figure out, you know, rather than try to put it on um, a website or something or document everything online, 
but I'm, but as time goes on, like I said, there's, there's beautiful people out there to help you and go, Hey, Renee, I, I think I can make this a little easier for you. And I'm still learning. I'd, I'd love to say that I've got it all figured out. Um, but I don't, but people are still coming and it's growing. And I think it's learning how to not be afraid of the growth, not be afraid of, of keep, keep room for that space, but honor, honor your time, honor uh, what it is that you, why do you want to, if you want to start a business, which is great, but what, what drives you to do it? Um, and you have to keep it fun. Yes, you have to make money, but you have to keep it fun because, um, you know, too much of a good thing can, uh, it can kind of take the fun out of it too. Um, and so that's where this space is turned into a safe haven for me because I've, I've not, I have learned how to ask for help. And I, and I'm realizing that when people help, when we help one another, it's, it makes people feel good too. So um, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Okay. I kind of went on and on on that one. It's okay. Um, so, I mean, what have you been doing to get people through the doors? Here I go again, but word of mouth. I mean, um, it's, I think you and I were talking earlier how, you know, you've got a group of people here and, uh, you head over to our coffee shop. We start talking and laughing and we meet some other people and people start asking questions and, well, they want to bring their sister or their mom or their, you know, and, um, and also we have this younger generation, uh, that has come in and they tell their friends, but they'll say, Hey, Renee, why don't you, uh, you need to do a little shout out on Instagram. Um, which I really need to work at a little bit better, but, um, so word of mouth, honestly, that's what's worked for our community. And we're up to, I would say we've got close to 75 clients now. So for, for where we are right now, that's, it's, it's continuously growing. We had a little, you know, curve in the ball game there for a while, but um, with COVID and everything, but we, and I'm just trying to stay open, you know, open to new ideas open to that word called marketing. <laughs> and so as far as for, I, I'm probably not the one that, you know, um, again, people could be cringing when it comes to, it's very good to have a, a foundation and to be smart as far as for business. But I also want to say is I started buying my equipment as I could afford it. I found I had one reformer um, and then that brought me enough to buy another one. And, and I've slowly built up. We have uh, a Cadillac, we have five reformers, we have uh, three stability chairs. If you're not into the Pilates world, it probably might not mean anything, but lots of apparatus um, that we've built up. And, you know, don't get yourself in a big debt. That's, I guess what I, that maybe that is kind of a old fashioned statement, but 
you know, it's amazing what you can do with a couple of machines and uh, a couple mats. You can do a circuit class. You can you can get five, six, seven people. And it's yes, it's about Pilates, but it's more than that. It's about getting people together and getting them moving and um, creating this community and giving them confidence to feel safe in a, in a place that they can um, they can progress and 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 move and and continue growing. Um, so yeah, you don't have to be the biggest one on the block. That's my opinion anyway. And that, I don't know if that's right or not, but. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, <laughs> so what, how have you, talk to me about the team that you built, like your staff. Like I know you do have a few other coaches and trainers. Yes. What does that look like? So I have, Right now I have two other instructors and then we have uh, a young gal that's going through a training right now. Um, Susan is, um, she just, re she retired as a nurse, the school nurse, and uh, she fell in love with Pilates years ago. She's in her fifties and she started, found Pilates back in her college days. And um, she kind of had the same dream I did Un, and I didn't realize it. And so she, we found one another and she hopped on board. And so she's a wonderful asset to everyday Pilates. Um, and then there's another wonderful lady, uh, Terry and Terry, she started coming to me in my garage. She had been through four different, um, knee surgeries throughout her life, uh, dealt with a lot of pain. She was struggling. She was a active skier and hiker and loved to move her body. And she was come to me really frustrated that she thought she was kind of done with all that. And um, she totally fell in love with Pilates. And so she became certified and is just a wonderful instructor. And she does a lot of like our athletic kind of type classes. And then we, there's a younger gal now that just started coming is Cassie and she, uh, she's in her twenties and she's a cross country coach. Um, she was wanting to learn more about Pilates for her runners and uh, with her coaching. And now she's coming on board. So we've got some young blood coming in. So, oh, it's so, and again, I just kind of pinch myself because a few years ago, man, I just would have never imagined, but it's not really, it's, it's everybody coming together. It's that shared space. And so it's really not about me. It's just how everyday Pilates was able to create this really cool thing because we're, we're all helping one another. Very well said. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's really what, yeah. What so talk to us a little bit about where you want to take everyday Pilates. Like, what are your goals for your business over the next, you know, one to two years? Honestly, um, my next venture, I really believe is, I think about how the movement has helped me through my life. And it's really strong. It's It's been kind of a sign actually that came to me not that long ago and simply movement through loss. And um, we've all gone through different types of loss and we've all, had to deal with things. And so I know it's not anything new, but I don't know what that looks like right now, Emily, but if it's nonprofit or what it is, but 
I want this to continue growing because I know there's a lot of other people out there that, yes, there's all these opportunities online to go and find a class and things like that. But I think there, we have a lot more to share and there's other people too. Again, I know that's going to help me with this, but I do see us moving in a, in uh, our community and maybe it's nonprofit. I, I, I don't quite know. I, I have never, I haven't said that out loud to anybody, by the way. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that with us. And yeah, I'll, just share it with a few, I'll share that with a few people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, movement through, you know, look at what movement's taken us through, right? Yeah. And it's, I mean, and yeah, we, we call it Pilates, we call it yoga, we call it CrossFit, all these wonderful things, but it's all for the same goal. You know, we all want to feel and we all want to be alive and feel joy and be able to move. Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounds like you are trying to figure out like what's the best next step to help you continue to impact more people in your community in a positive way. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. That's that would have been a nice, a really simplified way to answer <laughs> that question, Emily. <laughs> what you said was fine too. So um we are about to come to a close on the episode, but I do have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Looking back 30 years ago, think back to 30 years ago. Like Ooh. think about like everything that you've learned over the course of the past few decades or so. And just look back and give yourself a piece of advice that you needed to hear. Get out of your own head and look in front of you and be proud of who you are. Be confident because we all have something pretty pretty damn special and you you already have what it takes you already have what it takes that was beautiful mic jock moment um but before we sign out please tell our listeners where they can find you i am in pretty little red wing minnesota just about 45 minutes south of the twin cities and we are a bluff town so great place to come and hike Memorial Park, Barnes Bluff. Um, it's a great little town. So uh, um, come and visit us. We're Everyday Pilates. And uh, we're right downtown West 3rd Street. All right, Renee. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time and contribution to the show. And definitely looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to be able to accomplish down the road. So thank you, Emily. It was so nice talking with you. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks for making me comfortable. <laughs> I do. I was trying. I, I did my best. Yeah. I was trying my best. <laughs> you, you do a great job at what you do. Thank you, Renee. So yeah. also to everybody who's out there listening, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model in the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Words Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host today, Adam, and today with me is Mr. Morris with Round One Fitness and Round One Ministry out of Chesterland, Ohio. Morris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing, doing blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Yes. Yes, Love definitely. It. Well, hey, thank you for taking the time out of your day to chat with us and learn more about all the things that you're doing, and uh, hopefully you're staying warm up there. So yeah, rub it in. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good one. Um, well, Morris, I'm gonna open it up to you. Go ahead and kind of give our listeners a little bit about yourself, you know, your hobbies, your passions, and how you ultimately got up into you know the round one fitness. Well, I got up into round one fitness. Um, I was a ex-boxer, fighter, fought tough man, fought in the army, and and I grew up um, you know, uh, in Alabama, we moved to Cleveland. I was, you know, uh, I've been here ever since uh, I think the third grade, and and I work with uh, young young adults of all ages. Uh, I uh, got involved. It was like I w- I went through a jail, went through life, you know, learning the hard way. I was always an honest crook, <laughs> you know, but I wouldn't take, you know. Just justify, but I always, you know, love God and, and love the, the purpose of it. And not into religion, but into spirituality, work with these kids. And I work with them from all ages and all races, all nationalities. And um, I had a vision came to me years ago when I was uh, went through my trials. You know, after I, I won Tough Man Championships and it had a lot of fame. And with all that comes, uh, you know, uh, immaturity. And I learned you know, through the hallway, a lot of people came to my aid, helping me out of, you know, situations that I've caused myself to get in. A lot of them was law enforcement officers. They, they've seen the good in me and they, they just reached out. But um, what I do is, like I say, it's just, uh, there's no cookie cut. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, you got a team, you got to have more than one, you know, uh, lineman, so to speak. You know, you, you, you know, I, the gifts and, and what I've been through is reaching and touching others that's, going through where I'm going through and, and, and really fighting it. Main focus now is really focused on anti-bullying. I have a boxing gym where the kids come in here, they work out and they, they get courage. And I, all my slogan is save, but not soft, you know, try Jesus, don't try me, <laughs> but, but, you know, but it's, you know, just working with them. And, and the most of the kids I work with are kids that's, that's, you know, uh, a fear and, and, and then work with them. Cause that's one of the biggest tools that can be used. The enemy is the fear and give them confidence and courage and, you know, discipline. And um, 
you know, it's just so many things like, you know, I, I uh, run one ministry and fitness, I feed the homeless, I, I work, I do, a, you know, quite a bit and you know, I'm a single dad. I have a look, I have a young lady now, she's the boss of me, but anyway, <laughs> she's 20 and she's uh, Staten Island College and she lost her mom when she was six and, and I raised her a single dad and um, good luck with that one with these girls, you know, but um uh, you know, it's just, you know, my life is, it's an open book, you know, and I work with uh, different facilities, you know, work with different programs, Teen Challenge is one, but just, just working, you know, uh, like I say, teach them fitness, teach them um, courage, confidence, you know, discipline, control, you know, and, you know, being their friends and, and that's what these, they need to have someone that believes in them. So that's just what I do. Some of it. Awesome, Morris. That's that's a lot. That's um, you know, I feel like just the other day I was talking to another client, and you know, the thing that came to mind is tough times create tough people. Yes. So, congrats for rising up and being everything that you are right now, and then still yet to come. And thank you for what you do. And you know, it's my my slogan is not going to get any easier, so we got to get stronger. And bond together, all of us together, you know. Amen. All lives, everyone. Mm -hmm. Awesome, Morris. Well, let's kind of dive in a little bit to, you know, round one fitness. You know, talk to me about, um, you know, what's, you know, your elevator pitch, I guess, in a quote unquote. What I mean by that is, you know, if somebody were to come to you brand new, doesn't really know anything about the facility, but they want to, you know, get healthy, whatever that looks like. What's kind of like your initial consultation as far as determining, are they a good fit? Are you guys a good fit? Uh, it's like I said, it's no cookie cut. I haven't met anyone through the trials that I've been through. It's like, you know, everyone comes at it with a different baggage, so to speak. And you work with them through the fitness area because everyone want to feel good about themselves. If you came in and and if you had, you know, I work with uh, individuals that has Parkinson. I work with people that that's going through. Uh, I have had guys I work with for a couple of years who had to get liver transplants, but they had to get strong enough to do that. And I work with kids from um, eight to eighty-eight, really. <laughs> so um, you know, and, and and they come in, and, and I, I find out what they what they need and what they want to work on. It can be physical. It can be losing weight. It can be strength. It can be self-defense. You know, there's so many areas that. This this fits, you know. Awesome. So, cool, Morris. So right now your facility is what right around a thousand square feet. Is that sound right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I have a ring in here, and I could you know show it, but I don't know if you want to look around. We can turn it around. You can look at it. But um, yeah, I have a ring, and a friend of mine from a, a University of Windows donated and. This this ministry and um, I have vehicle and I pick you know individual up but there's a thousand feet and 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 back to the other aspects of uh, working out I, I teach them bad skills boxing punching a couple guys want to spar you know like Mike Tyson said everybody got a plan until they get hit <laughs> and then you know just showing them connect you know give them you know work with them everyone different yeah absolutely and then. What's the current like active clientele that you have? Like how many members do you have right now with the facility? I would say 25. Yeah. All right. Ongoing, you know, but you know, it's like a revolving. 
you know, people come back the end, you know, and, and this facility is, is, is really, I try not to make it, I want to make it, you know, where they can feel comfortable encouragement and, you know, and, 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 and not, not so much of the, the top skills. I got, you know, other avenues. I guys that really want to fight, I, I, I put them into a, a different ring or, a, arena, so to speak, that they can fight through it. All right, all but right. it's like fitness, definitely fitness, health, strength, mind, body. So, yeah. So, how are the, you know, how are the classes structured? As far as do you have different classes for different um, experiences of people, or is it do you have a general fitness class where they focus on this and this, or is it all geared towards like boxing and fighting, or you know, what's what's the the structure? It's geared toward a, a fight, a fighter's workout, you know, and like I have some kids coming here today from Jaga Services, and I work with these kids from uh, uh, Torchlight, and these kids are from uh, uh, home, the court system. Court system. I work with the kids from the court system, and and I I work with them uh, kids from uh, what do you call them uh, foster foster care, you know, and you know, and I work with kids from very well off family so it's just like i said it's just it's more of a private gym that we work you know and yeah, yeah it's quite a bit one-on-one -on -one. sometimes it's like five like saturday mornings we get packed with kids coming in and working out trying their skills out you know mm -hmm. but um yes yeah, it's, it, it's the way it goes you know? all right in what would you say right now is your your main target population, your main demographic? Like who generally comes in? Is it do you have a mixture of of students ages, or do you focus mainly on the kids, or is is there like you know just a little bit of everything? A little bit of everything. I got some men who work with me uh, from 65, 75. You know, I got retired uh, professional athletes. You know, that works with me, and. Um, the ages, you know, if, you know, some kids, you know, without fatherless and, you know, motherless, I work with them, you know, I got a nickname, Uncle Mo, you know, but uh, I work with them, you know, it's every, every age, because every, everyone needs to feel good about themselves. And, and, you know, a lot of people want to come in, they always wanted to learn how to box. I got retired guys coming in, you know, I think I'll get them ready for Mike Tyson come back, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but no, but no, it's just all ages. All ages, you can start at five, six, seven. And like I say, go as far as 75, you know. Yeah. And right now, how many, you know, how many classes throughout the day are available for, you know, the the students? Uh, you know, it, it's, I do more, uh, I work with, like, the kids get here after school. Like, I get a group of kids come in after three o'clock. You know, and um, I work with them. Um, but uh, as far as um, you know, it's, it's it's more it's like a, a clinic. You know, when you need to help, and a lot of times I have to work with kids one on one because they express themselves. And a lot of kids don't feel comfortable going into a gym because they don't feel like they fit there. But I I help them learn like a fighter. Every fight is a different weight class. Every style is a different style. So I train and work with the individuals where they at, you know, like I said, it could be depression. It could be, you know, confidence. And some of them you need to knock off the rough edge and I move them around a little bit. I still can move a little bit, you know, so. Oh, you yeah. Know. 
Yeah. All right. And then, so do you have a structured like membership base? Like where like, this is this price or is it more of like a individual basis? Do you have some type of structure set up for that? I have a structure set through the courts, but I, I don't turn, no, I, I don't turn any kids down right now. You know, you can't say no to them, you know, and, and, and I get support from VFW, uh, you know, some people from the mess bomb, the court system and, and other friends of mine, uh, I'm in a pretty good area where, you know, people are very successful and uh, they come in, uh, they help out and donate, you know, God makes a way, you know, and, 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 and sometimes, you know, you, you don't expect, but it, it comes back, you know, but no, the price, I, I work with the kids. I work with the families, you know, like I said, I have some kids, they can't pay anything. I had a guy, like I said, liver transplant, he was two years. He couldn't afford anything, but I just worked with him for the two years and, now nah, he and he comes back to payback, but you know, like I say, God provides, and that's the truth of it. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's dive in a little bit more. You know, walk me through right now. What are you doing for lead coming into the door? You know, how are people coming into your facility? Do you have, you know, any type of Facebook, Instagram marketing, organic word of mouth? Kind of walk us through how do leads come into your door? How do people find you? A lot of word of mouth, a lot of word of mouth. And I was just uh, host on a TV channel eight. They did a special with me um, coming in. I get a lot of people coming that way and newspaper, you know? Yeah, I get a lot of, I get a lot of attention through the churches, through the newspaper. Uh, like I say, uh, this channel eight, they just, they walked in and Someone told them about me and they came in. And it was a nice, nice piece, you know. It was here like four hours and you get a chance, you can look at it. Fox 8 is uh, called. Uh, uh, if you look at Fox 8 and then round one. Yeah, look Fox 8, round one. It's, it's Fox about. 8 Cleveland. Yeah, Fox 8 Cleveland. Yeah. Definitely. That's amazing. Oh, yes. Check that out. Yeah, I was surprised when they came in and said, we want to film you. It's like, you gotta be ready. It's like an old fighter, you know, you you ready, you, you can be the substitute and win, <laughs> you know. Always on your feet. Yeah, always, there you go. All right, Maura. So talk to me, what's what's the goal for you with Round One Fitness? Where do you wanna take this thing? I would like to take it nationwide. I would like to have more Round Ones because you we don't even have use of the YMCAs and kids you know, social media, and like I said, it's not going to get any easier, so we got to get wiser and stronger. I would love to see it in, in different states and different locations, and this is what I'm reaching for, that you can get in and help these kids that are being bullied. Right now, we are, me and a friend of mine, Tim Mizzy, we're working with uh, anti-bullying. We, we're getting to get together to uh, to take that to the schools and, and talk with the kids, because, you know, I experienced that myself with my daughter. She went through a uh, a bullying, but she was a boxer, so she she kind of handled herself pretty good there, you know. And and I just look at that 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 what this girl just went through in uh Jersey. I don't know if you've seen that being bullied, suicidal, 13, 14 year old girl, and the kids. You know, I went through it. So, but I really want to work and 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 help that where they can know find strength and and get awareness of it because, like I said, I was. I was bullied when I was young, you know. I was afraid and 
I mean, I went in the army when I was 15. I lied about my age, snuck on the bus, trying to run away from the bullies and got to a boot camp in Louisiana and found out all the bullies followed me from <laughs> Mobile to Cleveland. I had a sergeant looked at me, took pity, taught me how to box and I took to it like a fish to water and uh, started boxing and feeling good. First time in my young life, I had confidence, you know, and with all that success, you know, comes, you know, two sides of every story. And, and the first side was the money, the fame, the cards, and, you know, and the, call it the girls, but life, you know, get to that point where you, you go down and, and um, I was, uh, you know, rock bottom, prison, come out, you know, been like now, it's over 30 years, I've been working, working with uh, individuals, but to uh, answer to your question as far as, uh, it's just open to the public, open for people's needs and help. You know, you know. I think this might be the hospital of gyms. <laughs> you know, help wherever you're hurting at. You know, definitely. Yeah, everybody needs a place to you know heal and you know get rid of that stress and that anxiety and you know whatever they're they're you know trying to yes not necessarily run from but yes yeah. fear that's a powerful thing fear you know. Help them overcome their fears. That it is. Definitely. So, Morris, with you know the, those big dreams right now, what needs to happen to your current round one to kind of expand and grow? Uh just you know, finances. <laughs> you know, you can't run a broke ministry, you can't run a broke gym, but I, I get help, but just get the word out. And um, you know, I have a, a friend of my church up, up here as a fellowship. Uh, City Church, they they're working with me, and the Grace Church working with me, and Cheslin, and just you know individuals that been through where I've been through, you know. And um, like I say again, I was at a meet last night at Teen Challenge. I went through there 30 years ago, and it's a program just based a foundation. Like I say, you know, I'm not so crazy about you know you know biblical so much as as the one they wrote it about. You know, I don't, and I let kids be themselves and individuals, you know that I, I don't, you know, get caught up in that because it, it works its way out. But um, my my main goal is just to touch lives and wherever I can touch that, you know. If you like the Lord said, if you're hungry, I, I fed you. You know, when you, you know, when you was, you know, fatherless, I was there, you know, and he said, who is that? Those are people like yourself. And thank you for all you do to make things happen. Awesome, I love that one. So you, you know, I was talking about finances, you know, what have you done any like Facebook or Instagram, you know, um, ads or posting or anything to draw more attention into the gym? Not really. I mean, it, 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 it comes, uh, individuals, like I say, with channel eight and newspapers come out, they did a, I had a couple of newspapers, like maybe five newspapers and all these stories on, on me and, and and they get they advertise like that. I'm not, you know, technology, I like I said, I, I still got eight tracks and cassettes, you know. <laughs> but nobody, I'm learning, you know, I, I I don't I just do I do what I do and, and that's work with the individuals, the kids and people. And I have a friend here, Lisa, and uh with our Rotary Club in Chesterland, they they've been working with me, Skip, you know, and uh Bob and all these guys that that have been helping me and uh Mary Ruth and uh like I said, the judges and Dells and 
I can I've run out of names, but I'm in a place now with Rotary. They're really showing me the other side because it's it's like it's, everything goes to a different level, and it's levels. Like I said, it's different devils, different levels, and like any sport, you know, like Ohio State against Michigan, you know, <laughs> different levels. You know, we got you got one up on us, two up on us now, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but um, I try not to wait till next year. You know, I try to help you know individuals out right now where they're at. Yeah, definitely. Excellent, Morris. Yeah. So is help me understand, and I I want to make sure I understand this clearly. Is the gym open? You know, throughout the day, throughout the week, is it only after school? Like, what's what are the hours of operation? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, to fit them, it's like, I even have Sundays now, you know, it's, it's like more of a doctor, you know, and I got one of the best landlords. <laughs> no, no, but I'm picking when he just came in the door, but, um, um, it's open, you know, um, you know, I take appointments, like someone might call me and, and, and they need to be, um, uh, to come in, you know, at, you know, they're hurting. I have kids calling me and, uh, you know, it could be eight o'clock, you know, 10 o'clock, whatever time someone calls me, I try to be there for them. Being a single dad in an empty nest, it makes it a lot easier now, but it, it's more on appointments and, and I try to get out here around seven, eight, some nights, you know, but okay. this is my life. This is my calling. Yeah. Now with wanting the gym to grow and everything, have you thought of, adding structured class times throughout the day, adding maybe bringing on instructors to teach like group fitness classes uh, for, you know, the, the students currently? Yes, yes, most definitely. You know, and in the type of gym it is, it, it, the, the right fit is really there. You know, I got some individuals I'm working, talking with that, you know, I, I work with them through some tough times and they turn their life around, but I got to know they turn their life around because dealing with kids and so forth is, you know, there's like my kids, you know, and um, I got to make sure you got the right fit, the right people here with them. Definitely. And sometimes it's hard to clone, you know, but I got, I got a few guys I know that that really have proved themselves through 15 years and they really want to work. But right now it's, it's, you know, it's getting the structure and this thing is taking off like, you would not believe, you know, especially after the news cast and, you know, pu you know, publicity and, you know, advertisement, you know, got out of the right staff. I, only one Lisa and skips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rotary. yeah. So with, you know, the goals of mine, do you feel that, you know, just, just increasing foot traffic, people coming in through the doors, inquiring about the facility, you know, more memberships being built, that's going to help reach yes. you know kind of the, the the expectation that you're hoping for yes most definitely and then ants uh what would what would your life look like say you have 50 more members in your facility maybe you have one or two more trainers on staff now that are under your vision and how you want things to run what, what does that open up what does that do for you that allows me, you know, we have speaking engagements lined up to go to, you know, speak as anti-bullying and it would, you know, free me up to uh, get out and, and do more. You know, I'm, um, 
you know, I'm 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 65 years young, so <laughs> you know how that go. That's right. Yeah. 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 But right. yeah, that would free it up, you know, the more and the in the, in the community and they really catching on, you know, because the thing with this COVID and this thing that we went through with all that, that rioting, the nation was, it, it was at a time where you, we had to really stick together. And I had friends that really came alongside me and helped me. I had one good friend, I would, I would say it was Will Barry was a good friend of mine and he just recently passed away. He donated everything here and he worked with heart, you know, to, uh, to get it here. But, um, you know, it just, um, it it would open up a lot if 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 I had that and and then you then the right people will come along because people that's been through what I've been through because it's hard to be what you can't see if you've never been through it you can't experience it I have a trainer you know and I you say you about Oklahoma I I fought in a tough man back in two thousand and two in Norman Oklahoma you oh, know yeah. and uh, you know about Norman I did I I actually uh, I worked out in Norman okay okay that's about, what thirty minutes from Oklahoma City or so or Edmond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably before, you know. Yeah, you, you look young, look like you're 15, so you probably don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> um yeah, Morris. No, all, all great things so far. You know, one thing that comes to mind with your facility is Oftentimes, you know, when I talk to other gym owners and other fitness facilities, you know, that the paid advertising, the Facebook, the Instagram, you know, getting your name out there really draws in like a bunch of different people. Have you ever thought about doing anything like that before? Yes, definitely. Yes. You know, but, you know, it was like it was like so long I've been the one man show, you know, and uh, I definitely will welcome that and welcome. You know, I have some individuals now. uh Talk to a friend of mine at the Rotary. His daughter want to come in and you know work some classes and you know which would be great. You know, and like I said, it was just to getting to know the word of mouth, get things open. You know where they can come in, but yeah, I would definitely love more trainers, uh, more clients. You know, it's like my thing. Like I say, touching these kids' lives because if you if you touch one, you 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 might without a doubt save a mass shooting and touch thirteen if you touch one. You know, reaching to these kids' life because this stuff is real. Everything that's happening, you know, and the darkness in this world is real. So we got to do something to combat that. And I have kids coming in, and maybe we get together. I let them speak for me, you know. Um, there'll be halves and moms coming in and they just thankful that they found this place to send their kids to because a lot of fatherless and and one thing I say about Geauga County, Judge Gunkel, uh Jessica, these I've been knowing them for maybe 18 years, you know. They really care about the youth in the community, you know. And like I say, I have a friend, Mary Ruth, really care. You know, I have a couple of kids coming in Sunday. And that's the only time, so I make that time for them to come in and, and minister and work with them. And it's like catching bait, you know, you know, use the sports, you know, and, and how much you love the sport. And when you find them feeling good about themselves, it's called catharsis, get the bad out and the good in, they really enjoy it, you know. 100% mm -hmm. agree with that. Uh, so Morris, what's kind of like a short-term goal right now? I know we talked big picture. You want to go nationwide. You want to get more students. You want to get more clip trainers in the next six to 12 months, maybe even 18 months. 
is there a number in mind as far as how many members you would like to see to be able to sustain, you know, that goal to get to the next level? Yes, you know, um, I mean, it's just, it's like, if you shoot for the moon, you land on the stars, so the sky the limit, you know, and I, and I know God will make a way, but you just can't, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning, you know, it's like faith that thou works is dead and works without faith, so you got to have the works to go in there, and, you know, I, I definitely could see, uh, you know, short range goals would be uh, the next young man coming that door, you know, that need help, you know, and the long range goals could be the next thousand kids come in, you know, but, you know, it's just like, I know I'm, I'm uh, putting it out here just, just to clarify this, you know, when you have a strong faith and belief and you've been through what I've been through, you know, he's real, you know, Jesus is real. And, 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 and I know I don't put, it's just like say man has many plans, but God determines the outcome and you give it to him and it's all going to work out. Definitely without a doubt, you know, and I mean, I'm just getting to a point in life where I'm, I'm really seeing that, you know, for so many 18 years, you know, like I said, I raised my little girl. Yeah. She's a piece of work. <laughs> she's a, good Lord. You go on there. Yeah, she, you know, she, she's a, she's the best. I'm telling you, you know, and I have, you know, other kids, but me and her the closest because I raised her by myself. She raised me too, though. <laughs> don't, don't they? They, they, they raise us just as much as we raise them. Yeah, they do. You see, you have a little boy, right? I'm only, yeah, I'm only six years in, um, you know, um, and I travel back and forth to see my little guy. And, you know, it's like every day you're learning something from them just as much as they're learning something from you. That's right. Well, he's blessed to have a dad like you. That's for sure. I, I appreciate think we, that, Pastor. Yeah, we get a reality show. You're gonna doubt me, and then <laughs> I'm I'm, yeah. I'm all for doing a reality podcast, reality TV show. Yeah, and, uh, everything. Uh, well, Morris, it's been a great conversation so far. You know, what I want to do now is kind of give us, you know, in, in your in your words somebody that's looking to start into the fitness industry, you know, whether it's they want to go into ministry and they want to preach the word to, to bring kids up from wherever they are, or they want to open up a gym and they want to, you know, do group classes and, you know, boxing or, or any type of fitness, you know, what would be the words from you to that would give somebody passion or support to, to start? What words of advice would you give somebody? Uh, discipline, you know, um, you know, just encouraging them. Like I say, again, it's no cookie cut because it's just, it's like being a fighter. You got to fight the style they come in. But my words would be to thyself be true, you know, with the discipline, you know, and, and, and the right people around you, you know, mentor you and, 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 and because, you know, our friends develop our future, you know, mm -hmm. and really just working with them to, uh, you know, like I say again, you know, it's like when I fought, it was like I was ready for whoever got in the ring. I had adopted their style. So, you know, if you talk about someone that that's that's from broken homes, you know, you got it's all about love. You know, you got to give them love. You got to give them confidence. You got to let them believe in themselves, and 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 you know, and it makes a difference. You know, this world is you know such corrupt and evil but you know with good people like yourself we we can overcome it we, you know turn this next 
generation around, you know, and, and we got to start working with them now, you know, to make a change. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. You got to come to unity uh, with whatever, wherever, you know, whether it's friends, family, the neighbor across the street, the the relatives right. across the country, like it doesn't take much to be a good kind of human person. And even the small source of encouragement can make the best out of someone's day and it can unite somebody more than you ever thought it would. Yes, definitely. Good Samaritan. Yes. Awesome, Morris. Well, last thing here, you know, if people are looking to to find your facility or Round One Fitness, how can they reach out to you? Facebook, Instagram, a website. Go ahead. And website. Give a website. I got Lisa here helping here. Uh, hold on one second. I, I get to the website together here. Uh, I'm so organized until it's frightening, you know. <laughs> Organization is key. Yeah, uh, yes, you go. Okay, that's one. What are these in round one? MorrisEason.com. It says, uh, my daughter. Okay, so there's roundministry.com, roundoneministry.com. Roundoneministry.com. And MorrisEason.com. You get that phone in, you can see what that had him. Hold on one second. Working with a guy here. What is what is what is? And I have a, a website here uh, for anti-bullying. Also, which was deleted. If it shows up, I think. One second here. It definitely word of mouth. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, I think this is, isn't this the Morris Eason? Yeah, yeah Morris Eason.com. Um, I don't know if you can see, but um, you can pull it up where I'm working with uh, individuals. And hold on. Oh, God. Wait a minute. One second. What's like, you know, be a hero, fighting against bullying and working with kids and. I have a I have a couple of my uh, fights on here that all the ones I won I got the ones I lost I can't find them you know the fights <laughs> but but uh, just working with them yeah somebody threw them away because I didn't really lose but anyway <laughs> but you know it's just working you know it's it's, it's, it's a friend of mine's put this together I work with his son he was having problems and and um and I just have individuals to step in and help out through the years and it really paid off but to to get in touch moreeason.com uh, round One Fitness, Round One Ministry, uh, located in Chesterland, Ohio, uh, Geauga County. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So that's that's where that's at. Awesome. I so appreciate that. Well, for everybody out there listening, that's been another episode of the Jim Lewis Podcast. If you want to be on the show, if this story inspired you, you know, check out his facility, check out everything he's got going on. You know, if if you're somebody that's in need of an outlet of any kind, you know, Morris is a guy. Um, and then again, if anybody out there, you know, this story inspired you and you want to be on the show, feel free to click on the link below, type in your information. We'll be in touch and we'll get you on the show. But until then, y'all, that's been another episode of the Jim Lords podcast. Jim Lords out. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.